Welcome to Archie and Me, an Archie Comics podcast. I'm Josh. And I'm Brandon. Today we're very excited to share our interview with James III, the writer of the new Bob Phantom number one one-shot, created along with Richard Ortiz, Juan Babillo, Glenn Whitmore, and Jack Morelli. Bob Phantom is a reboot of a Golden Age character who was one of Archie's earliest superhero characters, introduced in 1939's Blue Ribbon Comics number two. It was originally drawn by comics legend Irv Novick, and you know, boasting a multitude of superpowers and talents, Bob Phantom fights crime by night and works as a journalist by day named Walter Whitney, and now he's back in a new comic published just last week, like we said, bringing back the character for a new audience, and we have the writer of that comic, James III, on the program today. So a big thank you to James III for his time and his generosity and talking with us. We really appreciate it. So here's our interview. James, thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. So we wanted to get started with uh, just some context around um, your work with Archie Comics and uh, what brought you to them. So I was just curious, what is your history with Archie? Did you read Archie Comics growing up? So I didn't read them growing up. I didn't start reading Archie comics until I, and I also didn't, didn't, I wasn't like heavy into comics proper as a, as a kid. I watched a lot of the like shows and the movies and stuff. And then when I got older and got a job, I started, that's when I started reading. Um, and so, uh, you know, I'm, I'm very familiar with like the current like iteration of, of Archie comics and and storylines, um, and so uh, like I feel like my I I I'm one of those like I watched Riverdale and was like man what's up, what's going on with Archie you know like <laughs> what's what's happening over here and then from from Riverdale started reading the the books and really like and was like really into kind of I guess in 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 general like kind of post what Archie really is like kind of the reinvention of, of what the brand is, is what excited me about it, which is not abnormal for me and the types of things that I'm, that I'm drawn to, but like was just generally really excited by how, taking how they've taken something that is generally so wholesome and have been able to do all kinds of different things with it. Yeah, for sure. And I, and I think that's one of the interesting things about Archie is, you know, uh, from talking to people and just asking them if they have, you know, have ever read any or anything like that. A lot of people, you know, might have watched Sabrina, the show, growing right, up. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. But, yeah. And I, yeah. And I didn't like even that. think about that. Like Sabrina yeah. and and Josie and the Pussycats and and I mean, yeah, that's my early. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. I watched that cart the Josie cartoon. You know, and and um, you know, that's the that my earliest entry point into Archie is certainly that stuff. And I'll say, you know, I read it growing up when I was a kid. My dad read it, and that's kind of how I got into it. And then mm-hmm. me and Brandon, um, we both got in, you know, when the horse, like, you know, Afterlife with Archie came out, we kind of really got back into it. Sure. And, yeah, we love the horse stuff yeah. so much. 
So, yeah, I mean, speaking of horror stuff, we do want to ask you about your Jinx story that you did a little bit. Uh, we, yeah. we were wondering, you know, how did you, you know, how did that opportunity come up? And also, you know, what interests you about a monkey paw story? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, uh, I, I had a meeting with the editorial staff at Archie and, um, and uh, they, you know, they had a, a series of different, like, of of different like books that they were that they were trying to get stories for. And one of them was that, and I, I ended up pitching log lines for for everything that I for as they maybe sent like twelve different uh, anthologies that they were doing, and I was like, okay, here's something for all of them, <laughs> kind of thing. Um, uh, what was ex- what? I was interested in specifically with um with this character is I had I had previously maybe a year or two prior had uh, like a a TV development type uh general meeting with with Archie and had already been thinking about the character Susie I was interested in 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 her I I thought that her um uh the sort of general conceit of of who Susie was I thought was interesting and fun and felt very um felt very like classic TV, like Mary Tyler Moore, very like that kind of energy. And I, and I, and I was drawn to her. Um, And then, and so, and so then, and then in thinking about what the premise for Jinx fairy, grim fairy tales is, which is like, she's telling these fairy tale stories, but they have like a horror kind of dark twist to it. I, it just, it kind of clicked like, you know, this character who's kind of, uh, down on her luck, uh, you know, wanting to wanting all of her dreams to come true, you know, and the monkey paw story granting wishes, but having them have a dark mm-hmm. kind of twist to it. It just felt like those two worked really well together. That was the first log line on the on the I've maybe sent like <laughs> I've maybe sent three pages <laughs> worth of log yeah. lines of things. But that was the first one, you know, and and that I and I was really excited about doing it and so happy that that I got to work on that one specifically. Yeah, I don't you know, I don't want to spoil the, you know, the little twist at the end, but I really love the ending of that. You know, that was a nice, oh, nice thank little you. button to the end of the story. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, so with um, th- you know, I was thinking of you know writing something that's like a, a very you know only have a few pages or writing mm-hmm. something like a one shot. I was wondering if you know do you does that feel like uh it's you know that's more of a challenge or do you feel like it's like a, a, a exciting challenge? You know, like how do you approach those shorter sort of things? Yeah, I mean, well, so uh, I uh, in terms of my comic writing, I I'm a TV writer predominantly, and uh, and I've also written a couple films none of them have been made so don't look this up you won't find anything <laughs> but um but so i am used to a lot of like long form writing but i'm also a, a sketch writer which mm-hmm. is like you're writing you know five you know five to seven pages matt you know some and sometimes you're usually shooting for shorter than that um and so and i remember in my this was very helpful actually in the in the in the meeting with editorial they were like yeah like sketch you know, it's like that. They were, they were, they were very like, you're kind of writing in that way, you know, and that, that was super helpful going into the five page story for, for Jinx for sure. Um, but then in going into, uh, and then in terms of my own comics writing outside of this, I, I've only written single issues and like, and previews of, of, of things, but nothing, um, nothing, nothing, no ongoing series. Um, so that, 
but things that like are always teasing like that it's going to go on longer, you know? So the thing that I, that was most challenging about this and, and, and I, I have been reading some of the reviews and I've been noticed some people responding this way is that like, I kind of wanted to just write a thing that was like, I kind of really wanted to write like a five issue, like <laughs> arc for, for, for Bob Phantom, you know? And so I'm setting up a lot of things, but then was also sort of going like, I, you know, I need to try to tie this up in a way that feels like at least we've gotten <laughs> to the end of something, you know, yeah. um, uh, while also, you know, having those seeds because uh, that's always been in the back of my mind. Yeah, for sure. I would say that's something me and Brandon talked mm-hmm. about when uh, after we read it, we were like, yeah, we want to see more. You know, we were right. like, we want to yeah, see where this yeah. goes. <laughs> um, and that's and I and I do like, um, you know, in the past from Archie, you know, sometimes you'll see things that show up as one shots and you know, hopefully, you know, we get to see more of it, of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so want- yeah, I mean, d- just to dive a little bit deeper into Bob Phantom and this issue that that you just put out. Um, obviously, this is a character that that has a legacy, but also has been dormant for a very, very long time. And so, yeah. what was it like for you as a writer to to bring a character sort of out of the vault and, and sort of reboot him, not just for a new year, but for a, you know a new century almost? Yeah, is this yeah, the I, is this the Watchmen for Archie? You know, <laughs> <laughs> right, right. I mean, honestly, it could be <laughs> yeah. know, if, if they wanted to go in that that direction <laughs> and like really lean into into that. It certainly could be. Um, what was what was what was fun about doing this? Particularly was like was trying to see if there was a way to bridge the gap and be be new while also paying homage to what came before it. Mm-hmm. And um, and for me, like I was in- inspired by some other uh, uh, Archie titles that 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 have a similar kind of format of like, you know, showing pages that would have been in let that seem like they would have been right out of the Golden Age issues while also being uh, 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 having the modern art style as well. I'm thinking of uh, Jughead Time Police does a lot of really cool stuff. Um, and also uh, The Shield, the Rob Liefeld, the the Shield. Um, I, I was m- moved by the kind of layering of um, the different timelines there and was and was interested in like, is there some way that I can can do something like this, but while also being new, you know, I didn't want to just be like, it's the, it's the same stuff they do, you know, like I (laughs) I didn't want to just re rehash that, you know, but I, but I also, um, you know, cause it's the, it's exactly the thing that drew me into, into Archie comics, uh, to begin with is like that there is a legacy. There's something that came before it, but like, we're now showing you a different take a darker take a fresher take or whatever whatever you want to whatever language you want to call it but like really trying to to do that in a in a way that that does it justice was what i was trying to do yeah i'll say some of my, some of my favorite um parts of the art in the story when we saw some of those flat you know we see bob phantom and some of that older style and the colors yeah. there i really love that yeah i was mentioning it to brandon last <laughs> night i was like oh like look at this page i really like you know and 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 again yeah i feel like it's a great way to you know um, for people who have been reading and know that character or, you know, know uh, the legacy of Archie. But also it's just uh, for someone who's new, it's like, oh, what's that? You know, yeah. it's kind of mm-hmm. yeah. something. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Speaking of the great art, I mean, what was it like to to work with that that sort of Archie Comics creative team that's on the issue? I mean, there's a lot of great folks working with you. What was it like collaborating with them? 
truly, uh, I I thought that everyone did just uh, truly a phenomenal job. So like we started with with Rick uh, doing line art um, in the beginning, and uh, and just his kind of like noiry kind of like take was really cool and like really and the the details were were so fun um uh, uh and then when uh when Juan took over the second half what I what I love about what it does to the issue is his style is a little bit more I mean it's not uh, I, I I don't have the art language for it but there's like kind of like a harsher like a kind of like punches you in the face a little bit more and what i what i like about what it ended up doing for the for the book is there's there's a lot of blurred lines in in kind of like what's real what's fantasy what's not and then kind of the the switch of styles at the point that the switch of styles happens in the book i think does a kind of a uh it was a sort of happen a happy accident of like that it that it infuses even more blurred lines and more questions as to like, yeah. you know, are we in the, are we in the reality? Are we in the, 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 the false world, you know, um, and Glenn's colors are, are really, are really fantastic. I love how, um, uh, three dimensional and kind of like popping off the page, it feels like, and then, yeah. And then how it kind of can flatten in those, in those, uh, those, uh, those, uh, but, past and 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 mental images uh, it's it they, they everyone was really great and and i every every so often would like chime in with notes and stuff and everybody was very like very uh receptive and 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 you know listened and re- and responded and and uh and that was really cool and oh and 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 uh shout out to um uh jack's jack's lettering uh you know also like sort of really uh uh, capturing the different styles of like, you know, we're in present day versus we're, we're, we're in the golden age. Like that it really just, you know, like I'm looking at a, a black and white page as I'm writing my, my thing, you know, and I have all kinds of stuff in my, in my head, but like, but everyone truly, you know, like truly just brought it to life in a way that was like, whoo, I'm so glad my dumb words now, <laughs> you know, have such great images to go along with them. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, to, to go along with what you're talking about a little bit with the art, um, you know, we, there's an element of surrealism in the comic. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think it's interesting comparing it to, and a little bit of the, um, the, the news and the articles I've read about it talking about, you know, I feel like surrealism, you know, unfortunately kind of goes with news nowadays, right? Like, like, (laughs) yeah. yeah. So um, what interested you, you know, in this theme of like real versus imaginary or, you know, surreal sort of things? Yeah. I mean, it's, it started with phantom really like uh bob phantom you know like he's a he's a phantom what is that what does that what does that mean you know i i even in in looking at uh the the old school issues it's like you know what does it mean you know why is he a phantom what is what what is fantastical about it what is a what is ghost like about it um and so i i i started there um uh, uh and kind of deconstructed from that and then in terms of the like the news and the real and fake of it all you know um uh, it it just is one of those things where it's like it's it's right there for you he was already a news 
guy, <laughs> you know, and um, and the and the initial log line that Ar- that Archie was 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 throwing around was a little bit different than what I what I did. They they originally were like, you know, he's, you know, he's, you know, there's no more, there's no crime in New York anymore, and and uh, and so now he has to make the crime. And I was like, well, there's certainly still crime in, <laughs> in New York. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I I I don't. I didn't want to focus on that. So I wanted it. So then that's where the kind of like, you know, the, the fake news of it all, you know, he, I don't think he flat out says, Oh yeah. He says news is fake. You know, where that, where that kind of stuff comes in and like, and then the, and the fact that we're in this sort of age of like social media journalism and like, and just kind of everybody's a journalist now, it just felt like he has a lot of challenges and and no crime is not one of them. you know like the, <laughs> yeah. the the challenges are these are these kind of other things um and so i i leaned into that yeah i mean to to continue that theme of of the news and, and walter as a journalist uh i, mean, I noticed that the comic there's a couple moments where you kind of show that walter's instinct because he's a journalist is to kind of reach for a camera to capture a story rather than necessarily having the instinct to reach out to help and so, <laughs> how does how does his profession as a journalist influence sort of how you interpreted his personality, and and how does that make him different from maybe some other superheroes that we see in comics? Yeah, I mean, I don't know how much I'm just gonna to be frank. I don't know how much of this is is in the book as you as you read it, but I don't know if we're supposed to like Walter. <laughs> like, <I don't>, yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't yeah. and and and. And I never explicitly said that out loud to anyone at at Archie, <laughs> but in my mind, I was like, I don't know, maybe he's a bad guy, you know. Mm-hmm. And like, and and then and to my earlier point of like wanting to do more things, it would be like him kind of grappling with, you know, what's right and what's wrong, uh, which I think you know is is integral to is 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 also sort of connected to the original logline that they were pitching like is he the cause of the crime or is he the stopper of it you know was 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 one of the i'm saying it in that <laughs> antiquated <laughs> voice is he the this you know um uh and so yeah so i so i was interested in that as a thing of like you know he perhaps he starts off as like not he's out for a little bit it's a little bit for greed is a little bit you know, he he has a thing where he says anyone can be a Pulitzer, Pulitzer Prize winning journalist now, you know, and it's like, well, but that's good in a way. You know, there's things yeah. that are good about that, you know, but he but for him, um, you know, for him, it's it's not good because that's his livelihood. And that's, right. his, you know, and for for a little bit more for selfish reasons, it's not good. And so I was interested in that, like, you know, where is it about truth or is it a is it about truth? Is it about the news or is it about? what your your personal gain you know and i think that's the interesting you know one of the interesting things about you know being a journalist is like a lot of you know um credit not the credibility is the wrong word but a lot of like your quote-unquote success is like how many clicks do you get on your headline you know it's like yeah it's not even about the content necessarily (laughs) you know it's just about how many people interacted (laughs) with uh (laughs) what you posted and that's kind of um unfortunate side effect you know of social media and you know ads i guess <laughs> on on news sites right and then that just the 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 uh, the potential disconnect between what's your headline going to be versus what is the body right, of this exactly. like, what is the content of this is yeah that's another element of like 
falsehood or lies or that's another phantom <laughs> to, to use that yeah. term again you know yeah. for sure um on a on a i guess a lighter note like why do you think so many superheroes work for newspapers right <laughs> 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 yeah what a great uh question because there are so many they all do right it's all don't they all <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> um uh, uh i think it's i think you know in thinking about it it the first one that comes to my mind is Superman, you know, truth, justice in the American way. And so like, you know, he's a newspaper man because he is about truth, you know, like that is sort of, that's at the heart of, of, of something like that. I think OG Bob Phantom was his thing was like, I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you as, as a hero. And I'm also going to, I'm going to clown you on the news. Like he, like he, I mean, and so then in that sense, there was a little bit of like, of, of relishing to it and a little bit of like, kind of like gloating there, you know, that he, that he kind of has. So maybe, you know, maybe this has always been a part of him, um, uh, uh, you know, uh, but yeah, I think it's different for each one. I don't know about over overarching. I feel like it is a connection to, it is kind of playing with the truths because, because, you know, in thinking about like Spider-Man, you know, he's like, ah, I'm such a great guy. Look at everything yeah. that I'm doing. But he can't tell anyone, you know. He can't. He can't tell anyone that this this is 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 him. And so then there's a there's a blurred line between what is true and what is not in 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 a lot of these cases. Yeah, I think Walter might want people to know that you know, <laughs> you know he he might want people to know yeah. that he works for the newspaper and you know that he's Bob Phantom. Yeah, you know, maybe maybe. <laughs> yeah, he he'll have a uh, I am Iron Man <laughs> right, right. for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, we saw some Riverdale characters pop up in this issue. We saw, I think, Cheryl Blossom, Hire Blosh. Yes. I think there's a third one as well. Oh, the Pussycats. And yeah, Valerie Brown. Yeah. Valerie Brown, yeah. Um, mm -hmm. if, you know, if you're able to continue writing Bob Phantom for Archie Comics, is, is bringing in those Riverdale characters something that you envision doing more of, or is it more just kind of a one-time thing? Yeah, so, the, uh, yeah, I guess I can talk about this because it is a one-shot and nothing may ever happen. Um, with the, you know, the... Bringing in those characters in the like to show that he exists in this world, like all of the other people that are like suing him was like to show like, yes, this is a this is a continuity that that uh, Walter lives in. Um, and I and I really see Valor Valerie specifically as having like a bigger role uh, in the in the if there were if this were an ongoing thing, um, her specifically and then like, you know, uh, there are other people in the Bob Phantom universe that uh, that I think would be cool to to like bring in, um, but yeah. But I was I was very much interested in this idea of like, you know, because I am because I'm working with this character. There are all these other characters that I just like, and I'm and I'm and <laughs> I think are fun, and um, and so and Captain Flag is not a, a Riverdale. Uh, uh, guy, but it was like, oh yeah, like it'd be cool if there's kind of like a, a kind of blending of 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 universes and timelines, kind of all happening uh, uh, in this in this story. Yeah, I love uh, I loved in the issue uh, the Bob Phantom one shot when um, I don't remember his Captain Flag when he comes up and he kind of makes a <laughs> comment. And you're kind of confirming that he was like i told you it was him like you know like uh, uh, right. i knew it i knew it yeah. and he's just not nice to walter at all you know <laughs> right right yeah like i i thought it, it i 
feel like, you know, there's a lot of fun to be had with those with characters like that. I'm thinking of like Homelander and oh, like yeah. mm-hmm. and you know, and uh these kind of characters where it's like they're, you know, they're Captain America, but they're also like <laughs> you know, but you're also like, I don't know if are you are you a good guy are you i don't know you know um uh, and not and me trying not to make a decision about yeah yeah um, i think like i just it's it's more like their relationship to each other like if a guy is saying your business out in the street you're not gonna (laughs) be kind to him yeah yeah um uh was was something that i was excited well yeah and we've kind of we've talked about this a little bit but i really do appreciate um in your writing of this one shot that it's you you know as a reader you can kind of make your own decisions about the characters you know it's not like Mm -hmm. you know here i am i'm the good guy of this i'm a super you know you're you're kind of discovering as we go like you know you can make your own decisions on how you feel about the characters through their interactions yeah yeah, something that I that I thank you for saying that. I, I appreciate that because something that I was bumping up against for myself in the writing of it was I was like, I could telegraph this more. Mm, yeah. You know, like I was, one of my one of my notes to myself was like, I kept going back and forth about like, yeah, like, do I want to do I want to sort of be like this is, you know, here in black and white and in, in full color or whatever, you know, or or have it be a little bit more amorphous and have it have a little bit more be like, what do we see? Like, what's the behavior? Um, uh, and I, I went towards that. So I'm glad. That yeah, connected I definitely. That. It, was a, it was a very fascinating read. We really enjoyed it. I know that there's a lot of factors um, that go into this um, on, as far as whether or not you'll continue with the character. But I can just say speak for me and Josh and saying that we really enjoyed it. We yeah. hope that you get the chance to write more. Of him, I would definitely encourage our Thank listeners you. to go up and, and pick up the issue and read it for themselves too. For sure, yeah, and uh, yeah. My next, Thank my you. next question is going to be: um, Are you know, would you be interested in writing more Valerie Brown? But sound, earlier, you know, you kind of mentioned that you wanted to, you know, you would love to. Yeah, yeah. I was, I in my mind, I was introducing her as like a, uh, like a. Quite frankly, like a Catwoman like yeah. <laughs> figure in the, in in this story, you know. And so she's she's you know you know who's she on the phone with? Like who is she talking to? You know, in that in that sequence, and why and why does uh why does Bug Stanley why is he sending people yeah. after her? Or what is that? You know, like what is what's going on there? You know, and and explore building that out is 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 something that I'm that I'm very much interested in. Uh, you know, and then, you know, having her means you could have a, a Josie appearance. You could have a or we never see, you know, like all of that stuff. is. is yeah, I just love that moment where Walter kind of gets things turned on him and that like in the like the alleyway or what or when I when Valerie's in the background, you know, and he kind of helps her from that guy who's about to attack her. But then she, <laughs> you know, just comes in and hits the guy and then everyone takes out their phone, which right. is exactly what Walter would do. Right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right. Um, and right. then he gets, you know, he gets that because of the thing he starts obsessing about, you know, is Bob Phantom. Uh, yeah. I like that moment. So we would, yeah, yeah, we'd love to ask you a little yeah. bit about some other uh, comics thing. I, I, I noticed um, recently that your Kickstarter just launched for Junior, and uh, we were wondering if you could tell us a little bit about Junior and uh, Rule of Three. Yeah, th- uh, yeah. Thanks for the layup. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ju- so Junior is a is a 
the first issue of of what will hopefully be an ongoing series. Um, it's essentially a, a dark comedy about um, a uh, father and son having to work together in the afterlife. Is is a, is the uh, loose premise of that? And um, it's ba- it's ba- it's a it's. Uh, based on a personal, it's like a sort of like surreal take on a personal story that for me, I, my, I lost my, my dad when I was, when I was really little and, uh, and it didn't bother me. I, I mm-hmm. never knew him, you know, it was that kind of thing. And then when I got to be around the age he was, when he passed, it suddenly meant a lot that he was gone. Um, and so, you know, so it's gone through a lot of different iterations that I've done a lot of different things with the, with the title junior, um, but this one in particular is the one that is uh, that to me, me means the most. It, it's doing a lot of stuff that I like. It's set in the afterlife. There's a lot of like Tim Burton influence for from from me, <laughs> and um, I have a great artist who 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 did uh, who did all of the art, all of the interior art for uh, for the first issue. Marcus Kwame Anderson. Um, he's a great great artist he actually just got the eisner for uh his art on the black panther party graphic novel that he did with with david walker um and uh and yeah and the the kickstarter is going on for the next um two months or so uh in terms of the impetus behind doing the the company and like and working on working on a lot of comics in general is i'm a, i'm a comedian uh a lot of people see me as a comedian first and foremost and but i'm very interested in comics, very interested in genre, very interested in, you know, superheroes going to outer space, ghosts talking to people and and things like that. And so I, I started a a company so that I can play in that world (laughs) and, um, and, you know, show people that I have this, uh, uh, in me. Um, and then if I were to think of like an even larger kind of mission for the company because someone asked me this yesterday and i was like oh wow i i right now i was just trying to make <laughs> i was just trying to make this thing so people can see you know but i think that you know a, a kind of a larger mission for the company would be like you know about making things that scare you making things that's that potentially scare other people you know what's the thing that's gonna make people uncomfortable not in a way that's like you know you never want to like deliberately hurt anybody with your with your art i mean i guess unless you do you know but like what's the what's the thing that's gonna like really kind of uh that you're that you're most afraid of for all of those reasons and like do it like go for it you know um and so that's what that's what my company's about well, yeah, I, you know, one thing I really appreciate about comics is that, you know, you're able to do these genre things and these big budget things that if, you know, if you were going to make it a movie or a TV show, it'd be cost so much money, but you can do such big things in comics and explore such big ideas. And you're not as limited by, you know, the scope of what you can do based on, you know, how much it costs or whatnot. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Like, um, and, and that's a big part of why junior specifically is, it was the first one that I, that I leaned into because it is like a, you know, it's like a, I, I could even imagine the, like what the set would cost, <laughs> you know, the, <laughs> the set, the netherworld set, you know, and like the, everyone's costumes and makeup and everything like would be, that would have been insane, you know, and for it to look the way that it, that it, that it does in my, in my head, but then, you know, um, uh, you have these artists that can, that are, uh, that can really kind of 
bring that to life in a great way. This is now, though, making me think of there was this really funny meme that was going around of Timothy Chalamet, like kind of like flexing and <laughs> uh, and someone next to him kind of shrugging. And the Timothy Chalamet was we can do anything with comics. <laughs> is, is, is yeah. what his lines. And then the, the, the person shrugging was the artist being like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, do everything, yeah. <laughs> I, anything, you know. <laughs> I did notice in this issue of Bob Phantom, I was like, there's some city crowd scenes. There, yeah. You know, the theater yeah. scene. I was like, this is a lot of crowd work you're, you're making them draw. At least no horses. I, I, yeah, when I looked at it, I was like, oh, I, I did write this, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say. I made a note, though, up top. I made a note in the script. I was like, listen, this is what I wrote, but whatever you <laughs> whatever you need to do uh i'm welcome uh, you know do whatever you need to do you know i'm sure they appreciate that yeah <laughs> yeah well you know i know brandon has a hard-hitting question for you i do i do this is this is my my last question oh my and maybe the hardest of all but recently on twitter you said that you prefer ghostbusters 2 to the first movie <laughs> so i'm gonna need an explanation on that <laughs> well I, well the <laughs> I I went back and forth about whether or not I was going to to tweet this and uh uh for the just for everyone who doesn't follow me on Twitter or doesn't know Lizzo was like name a movie that's a sequel that's better than the, than the first one I had Ghostbusters two is in a long list of of other movies but I I the reason I said that is because I I believe I was introduced to it first mm. and so and I think it's the one that I had like I keep going back and forth as to whether or not like I. Ghostbusters is a big part of my life, but I go, like, did I see the first Ghostbusters until, you know, like, <laughs> when did I see that one? You know? <laughs> um, uh, and so it's more leaning towards that, but like, come on, the river of slime, <laughs> uh, uh, Janos, uh, just every, every, everything about Ghostbusters too is, is so fun. And like, Statue of Liberty. And, and I don't think it suffers the Statue of Liberty. Come on. <laughs> And I don't think it. I don't think it ha- suffers from what a lot of sequels suffer from, like the sequel syndrome. Mm. Like I think it's like a, I think it's. I think it's just a good second movie, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, and it was. A, it's a shame that we didn't really get Ghostbusters three for thirty five oh, yeah. years or however long. <laughs> thirty five years. <laughs> That's such a long time, you know. Um, uh, uh, but. Um, but yeah, but that that's you know I didn't I didn't want to start any fights you know I didn't want to <laughs> I'm not trying to start fights. Brandon texted me all night about this hot take. Oh my gosh, <laughs> lies! I saw it on Twitter. <laughs> I had to calm him down. Yeah, <laughs> you can't go wrong with you know a Stay Puft Marshmallow that's Man. Uh, I feel so funky. <laughs> uh, all that stuff in First Ghostbusters is really is really good. You know, uh, it's true. This man has no dick. That's in that one, right? Yeah. <laughs> It's okay. It's a, it's it's really good. It's really maybe we'll good. get a uh, maybe we'll get you writing on the Ghostbusters comic at some point. Oh yeah. I mean, honestly, <laughs> come on. Can we? <laughs> can we do this? <laughs> yeah. I mean, there might be a falling out about you know where you pull your source material from Ghostbusters one or Ghostbusters two. You yeah. know. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, we just want to say, uh, you know, before we sign off, we really appreciate your time and say thank you for joining us yeah. today. And um, we're just wondering, is there anywhere you want people to, you know, find you online? You know? Yes. Uh, again, thank thank you for having me. I really appreciate you you taking the time to to talk to me uh, and giving me this 
this platform. Um, I am at James Third Comedy on uh, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, JamesThirdComedy.com is my website. Third is 3RD. Um, and uh, I do a radio show on this app called Amp. Uh, it's, it is, it's now, I mean, I don't know when this is going to come out, but it's now I'm doing an episode every day in December, oh. uh, at 2 PM Pacific standard time. Uh, so you can find me there. Uh, a lot of fun guests, uh, for that. And then, and the junior, uh, comic is now on Kickstarter. You can find information about that at, on all, on my socials, but, um, rule of three is at rule of three comics. Three is the number three on Twitter and Instagram. Awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you guys. Thanks again to James the third for giving up some of his time to have a conversation with us. And thank you to Archie comics for helping us set that up and also giving us a review copy of Bob Fanta number one. Definitely check it out. Go to your local comic book store, pick up a copy. We think you'll really enjoy it. If you enjoy this podcast, please leave a rating or review and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also follow Archie and me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, thanks for listening. Bye. I'm no Betty or Veronica, not even Jughead. Don't you call me a Reggie, I'd rather be caught dead. Just two friends who don't know who they want to be. Let's see them figure it out. Oh, Archie and me.